The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, Fairfield, and Rockland. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, March 2nd, and it's not raining outside, and the wind's not blowing, but I bet yet. it does. You left I, out yet. Yeah, the yeah, yet is exactly the word. I thought the roof was coming off one of my sheds last night. I heard nails starting to strain, lifting up in that wind. A lot of things moved across my yard, too, that I wasn't planned on, like full garbage cans and things like that rolling around. I hope you're live on the couch today if you're out fishing or even thought about it today. A lot of big storms coming our way. They're going to be off and on today, but it's leaving exactly what we need behind and lots of feet of snow up in the hills. Our water conditions are definitely going to continue to uh, cloud up some of the waters that we like to fish but uh, there's still plenty of waters that are out there in fact if we have time today i'm going to go down a list of places i wish i was fishing right now and i'm going to check with the guys here in the studio we got kent brown joining us obviously as our co-host here in california sportsman and our part-time co-host mr alan fong's live in the studio with us today too so we've got a lot to cover we're going to kick it off in just a minute with ricky acosta he's going to tell you about a great day of sturgeon fishing and if he doesn't brag about it, I will for him. 21 sturgeon in one day out there, and he didn't waste a whole lot of time. We'll let him tell you about it. J.D. Ritchie's going to hook in with us from Pyramid Lake, where he's live on the couch this morning, too. Wind, I saw 50, 60-mile-an-hour winds blowing tumbleweed into the lake. It was a great video. I wouldn't go out if I were you. And I saw waves coming in at Lake Tahoe that looked like they were five- and six-foot rollers. Good day to be on that couch throwing another log on the fire. Mark Blend's going to hook up with us talking about the big Sacramento Sports and Boat Show coming up. There is a lot of attention going on there with all the boats, recreational stuff. You will hear all about it later on in the show. Alan Fong, of course, is live in the studio. He'll be sharing some tips from Alan Fong Outdoors and some places that you might want to put your line in the water real soon, too. And the Golden State Salmon Association's Mike Ogney joins us live with some updates on salmon and what's going on with decision-making process for the number of fish that are going to be available to us this year. Jeff Goodwin's got great info on the Sacramento River that is blown out at about 35,000 cubic feet per second and still producing big rainbows. He'll tell you all about that in addition to the action at Shasta continuing because the water is not clouding up. It's staying pretty clear. And about a week and a half ago, you could see 10 feet in it. I'll bet you you can still see at least five or six feet in it. But I wouldn't be surprised if it clouds up a little bit pretty soon. Randy Pringle is going to join us with their pure fishing tip. Now that his Berryessa tournament has been postponed, today he's going to have some great tips for you and some action that you might want to pay attention to. Nate Kelsch is going to be joining us. He's fished Comanche Party and was going to fish Berryessa Thursday, and he thought better of it too, just like I did. And we've got a lot more info. Travis Morgan's hooking up with us with some turkey info right before turkey season opens up next Saturday morning. Steve Mitchell is not 
hooked up fishing, sturgeon fishing today. He is hooked up on the couch, and he'll share some info for you. And, of course, Dave Hurley joins us with a wrap-up of more angling opportunities for Northern California anglers. Let's waste no time. Let's head right now to our good friend Ricky Acosta with Feeding Frenzy Guide Service and talk to him about the action for sturgeon last week. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, I tell you, guys, I saw the report come in with 21 sturgeon. I talked to a couple of your contemporaries out there, and they said you had the magic stick in your boat. Yeah, we uh, we had the the golden horseshoe, as some of the guys like to call it that day. And uh, the fish were sucked up behind my boat on the outgoing tide, and um, I didn't. I almost didn't pull my anchor on slack, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna. And I looked around. I heard the other guys talking about how they had seen fish. You know, they're about a mile up river from me, and I, I didn't like what I saw, so I went back and uh, we anchored up. And I, we didn't even have current yet. I kept the motors in reverse, and I got two lines casted. And when I was casting the third rod, I look over, and the second rod was wiggling. I'm like, "What the heck's that thing doing?" You know, and it had only been in the water for probably 15 seconds. I reeled down on it. Fish comes flying out of the water, and that was our 11th hookup. And uh, it was just nonstop. I think we had four double hookups, a triple hookup, uh, just great fish and shakers, keepers in the new slot, oversized fish. Uh, It's just absolutely fantastic surgeon fishing. Surgeon fishing that people don't even think is possible uh, happened that day. So my question is, how many people did you have on board with you and have you ruined them forever, sturgeon fishing? So it it couldn't have happened to a, a more deserving group, in my opinion. Uh, a, a friend of mine, Todd, who's also a client, owns a TC Fabrication in Placerville. So if you need any aluminum, uh, he's your guy. But he's helped me out a lot in my career and with a, a truck when my truck was in the shop for a month. And so he's fished with me for my whole career, basically, and him and his employees got to experience world-class version fishing. That's absolutely amazing. What technique were you using out there? Was it a row bite or were you using a variety? Uh, we had eight rods with row, and that is what they wanted, and we just kept feeding it to them. Well, the candy seems to work. There's no question about it. As you see these fish down there, as you're locating your spot, what are you looking for as a boater when you go out there picking your location? Yeah, well, it's it's starting to change now that the water's warming up again. Um, you're basically looking for contour lines. You're looking for a line of fish in, in the same contour line or a pile of fish that are sitting on your fish finder at once. Um, this is the time of year where you can get more aggressive with your fishing. And what I mean by that is you, you definitely don't want to sit in one spot for eight hours or even more than like an hour and a half. So find a good line of fish, uh, drop in on them. You should get bit. And if you do get bit and then it stops all of a sudden, pull your anchor up and slide down that line. You know, maybe it's 500 yards, maybe it's a half a mile, and uh, you'll find those fish again and drop in on them again. And I kind of call it hopscotching around. You'll just drop in, catch a couple fish, pull your anchor, and do that throughout the day, maybe anchor up four or five times. Well, I got to tell you, you guys have got it figured out. And to have the results like that, there are obviously plenty of strong, healthy fish out there. And the photos that I saw looked absolutely amazing. Shorts going right back into the water. 
monsters being let go out there. And you know your buddy Lopes was out there too, and he ended up with uh, triple going on at the side of his boat. Or we, I don't even know. No, that might have been Steve Mitchell. Everybody, yeah, was, everybody's yeah, out there. Everybody <laughs> is catching fish out there. And the best part about it is the excitement, the condition of the fish, and that most of these guys are going right back into the water. And there's still, you know, there's a smaller limit now. You can keep your fish if you want to. That's your choice, of course, When you, anytime you go fishing. But I'll tell you, when you get into world-class fishing like they're experiencing there, 21 fish in a morning or a, a day out on the water, it's it's unbelievable, folks. These are the things that you'll m- remember forever. And I can tell you, if you get one big one, it's it just wipes out every fish you ever lost, every fish you ever wished you caught. Your dreams are going to come true on a trip like this. And if you haven't experienced the catch of a prehistoric fish like this, you need to do it. Ricky, give them all the hookup information they can get their hands on because right now in the next couple of months, these water conditions are pretty well ideal for the sturgeon action right now, and they need to get out there on the water. Definitely. Guys, give me a call. My phone number, 916-214-5074, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Feeding Frenzy Sport Fishing. When do you think you're going to be able to get back on the water based on what you're looking at on the weather? Uh, we'll be we'll be back out this week. Uh, looks like everything kind of blows through as of Tuesday. Um, so Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, everything should should be good. The water it's muddy. It's going to stay muddy. That doesn't matter. They for, don't care. For, nope. So I mean, literally now through the end of the month, through the first few weeks of April, if you guys want to experience great fishing, I know I sound like a broken record. Every captain is saying it, but literally now is the time, and uh, you're you're going to have one of the best days of fishing you probably ever had in your life that's what it's all about folks give them that phone number one more time ricky 916-214-5074 throw another log on the fire my friend enjoy the couch and have a great day (laughs) off take care take care guys captain ricky acosta with feeding frenzy guide service having some fun out there well last night i don't know what time about 7 30 or 8 o'clock i get a video from my good friend jd Ritchie hanging out that and i knew he wasn't uh sitting there at uh, the side of the river or the side of the lake or sitting on his boat <laughs> because the video was of Lake Tahoe with about, I'd say, five, six-foot waves. Let's find out how tall they really were. Let's hook up with the captain himself. Good morning, J.D. Good morning. How high were those waves in that video you sent me? Oh, probably eight foot. Oh, that, that looks like a perfect situation for some kokanee fishing out there. <laughs> or a <nap. laughs> Oh man, and it's it's up uh, blowing like crazy. It's whiteout conditions. I'm looking out. Uh, I think uh, I think the snowplow. I had to blow snow three times yesterday. He's peeking. Like, uh, he's peeking through the curtains. I guarantee you, he's not standing outside. Well, I'll tell you what, oh, Jane. No, no. My daughter was scheduled to perform for Toyota at Heavenly Village last night. Uh, some big ski event, uh, boarding event they had going on, but they had her booked and. Uh, that got that got canceled. <laughs> well, yeah, Highway 80 is canceled. As I drove in, they yeah. say it's shut down at exit 135. I don't know where that is, but I'll bet it's close to Colfax. I bet it's close. Yeah, Applegate, Colfax, that area. So not not a good time to be at at uh, JD's house because you're going to be you know yeah, open. He'll be socked in, and he's not going to complain about it. He'll enjoy the days off and the warmth, I'm sure. But JD, what's going on at Pyramid is my big question because last week, as soon as I got off the show, <laughs> here's. Up. Here's Nothing. big <laughs> pictures of big cutthroat trout you're catching. 
Yeah, there's uh, pretty decent bites. Well, <laughs> before this weather. Yeah, we're familiar. Like Kent and I are very familiar we should with be what up the there wind does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should be there yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, it was, it's been pretty solid. They're getting a little bit into spawn mode, which uh, creates a, a little bit of difficulty. Sometimes they get a little, uh, I suppose, like most fish, get a little distracted <laughs> and. Uh, so you can mark a bunch of fish and not catch as many as you think you should. But uh, then other days, they're just going crazy. So what happened with the last storm was uh, it was a little funky like that. And then a day or two after, um, yeah, it was about three days after, it got sunny and just flat calm, and they went on the chew again. But uh, we've had kind of a roller coaster with the weather, and, and I'm supposed to be fishing today, obviously not. <laughs> and uh, um, it was... The, the forecast over there was uh, six foot waves too. <laughs> Not a good place to be. So uh, it, it'll be a little bit uh, interesting to see what shakes out after all this. I mean, it, it it's going to kind of move fish around a little bit with all that weather and blowing hard. And then uh, after after we get a break, if we get a break, uh, those fish will kind of chill out and get back into their regular regular scheduled programming and uh, we'll be on them again. Well, I'll tell you, the wind I saw in the video that came on Pyramid Lake was absolutely amazing with the, with all this tumbleweed coming down the hillsides, rolling at about 40 miles an hour straight into the lake. It actually looked like bowling for guys on ladders is what it was looking like. <laughs> These tumbleweeds would roll down, and those fools out there standing in 50-mile-an-hour winds are making probably a hundred yard cast with the wind behind their back, getting way out there and stripping back. Yeah. All you got to do is strip a little line off the reel and hold, hold it up. <laughs> yeah. It'll go out by itself. You can bet on that. Yeah. JD, so it's, uh, it's that springtime where the ladder guys are really starting to do pretty well. Cause the fish are running tight to the banks and uh, water still. Well, again, prior to the storm was, like 46 47 so warming up a bit which is good once it hits 48 i think they just seem to bite a lot better so we, we may be set back a little bit on that for a couple of days too well kent and i are waiting for that phone call you let us know <laughs> when the yeah. right temperatures here and the winds go away we're going to be on board with you no doubt about it yeah, absolutely sounds cool um yeah it's we there's some nice fish around we got a 16 uh, a few days ago and had doubles on you know 12 pounders another day and you know so it's it's uh some definitely some big fish to be had which is cool so uh, it's just waiting out the weather well jd give them all the hookup information because not only does tahoe put out some good fishing pyramid is putting out the best 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 opportunity for you to catch a world-class trophy cutthroat trout I've done it out there. I want to get a bigger one. I want to get something in the 20s. And believe me, you do too. Give them all that hookup info, J.D., so they can get on board and do it. Yeah, sure. You can get a hold of me at thesportfisher.com. And uh, if you want to do the uh, telly, 530-416-8144. J.D., you have... On social media, at Fish with J.D. all over the place. You got it. You can type in J.D. Ritchie, and you'll find him everywhere. Trust me. I'm not sure why he uh, had all that snow all over him yesterday. He's got a very able-bodied teenage son. Yeah, that probably doesn't <laughs> hang around the house very much. This right? is snow time. Where were right. you when it was what? snowing? <laughs> <laughs> Chasing women in a Jeep, and he's probably doing the same there thing. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, I just. Real quick. 
Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Well, stay out of the snow, buddy. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wanted to move up there, remember? Oh no, it's all good. I'm glad we got we got some water, which is good. That's that's ultimately what this is. Yeah. This is about. We you're going to you're going to have water up there when nobody else has water, JD. <clears throat> that's the that's Lake Tahoe's the plenty deep. It's yeah. plenty deep. Have a great one, my oh. friend. Stay warm and uh, throw another log on. All right, guys. I'll send you a picture of this, my little skiff out in the front yard here this morning. <laughs> Please do. I look forward to it. Maybe we'll post it right up so everybody else can see it's probably buried in feet of snow. J.D. Ritchie, live from Lake Tahoe. Don't miss the Pyramid Lake opportunities. That's for certain. Quick break right now. When we come back, Kent and I are going to talk about the Sack Boat Show and Mark Blanton, the owner of Gone Fishing Marine, hooks up with us, too, right after this quick break. share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don Boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most, most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy anyplace else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jet 
outlets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. Multiple dealers discounting all the best brands. Hundreds of wakeboard boats, travel trailers, pontoon boats, fifth wheel, personal watercraft and ATVs, toy haulers, fishing boats, motorhomes, and more. One massive event. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. March 7th through 10th. Find discounts at twohugeshows.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, you just heard the ad for the Sacramento Sports and Boat Show, the RV show. The They've got it all at this, and we have big plans out there. Mr. Uh, Brown is going to be spending <laughs> some time outdoors. Not it's only the all time there. you got to run around a little bit today. You're shooting out of here today right after the show, heading up to Reading. We are, actually. Well, Anderson. Anderson, yeah. We're going to the NorCal Sport and Boat Show up there. Except where you and I met. Many, That's many right. years ago, sometime in the 80s, I guess. But uh, I was trying to think back on it, and I figured I can't think back that far I want to say it was about 86. It was the first year of the ISC. Yeah. Because I chose to do that show for my first show, thinking a smaller show would be the way to start rather yeah. than go into the big ISC and not know what to expect. And that show, that show at, at one point was, was pretty crazy. I mean, it was... It was uh, it was a heck of a heck of a good show. I don't I haven't been there in a long time. I look forward to actually last time up there I today. was there was when Ron Gillis sold the show to the new owner. Yeah, to the new right owner. Now. Yeah. So and then uh, and then next week's up. I'm going to be every day at Gone Fish and Marines booth, uh, hanging out with Mark Blanton and the crew at uh, the Sacramento Boat Show at Cal Expo. So. Well, there's going to be somebody else hanging out in that booth too. Uh, let's see, we've got another <laughs> guest here. It's the only one name? we can't keep up with. Oh, that's right. It's Mark Blanton, the owner yeah. of Gone Fish and Marine, joins us right now. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. You got to be busy right now, running around getting all these boats ready to head over to the show. Oh, we are very busy working around the clock. Well, I know you are because I was in there what a week and a half ago picking up my boat from you, and I got to tell you, it hasn't hit the water yet, but the water's been hitting it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. I like to see it coming down, and looks like we're bumping right up against the glory hole. And it's just a couple of feet away from it right yeah. now. And I think with the storms and the runoff they're going to have in that huge runoff area between Clear Lake and Lake Berryessa, we're going to see it spill this well, year. Well, we've got all that snow that's running in on the mountains. It's going to be, you know, all of our foothill lakes, Folsom, Oroville. Everything. You know, all be of our full. lakes that we love to go to. You know, and we sit here and we look at this. And we're saying, oh, there's no place to go because it's wiped out. Uh, that's not true. I yeah. can name you right now off the top of the, my list five or six places I'd like to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. That will be fishing good right now, and if you don't have well, a well, Mark was supposed to be at New Maloney's today. At uh, the Future Pro tournament was canceled, obviously due to weather, but they were supposed to be down at New Maloney's fishing. And Best Bass tournaments got canceled too. The so various, there's yeah. a lot of that going on with this weather. But the, today doesn't look as bad as it supposedly is going to be. So I think people have the opportunity to get out there, Mark. 
these big shows like this are a lot of effort. I know you're bringing a bunch of boats. What are you bringing to the show? Which brands are you bringing out there? And what are the people looking for now? Just a, a short year ago, everybody was looking for those crossover boats that were going both directions so they could use them for fishing and skiing. And now I'm understanding there's even a lot more interest in patio boats than ever before. Yeah, we're taking a bunch of pontoon boats, Sun Tracker, Ranger, Tahoe pontoons, Regency. So we'll have a full lineup of uh, pontoon boats, family style, uh, fishing barges. Uh, we're taking some of the crossover boats that you mentioned, and then we're taking some of our family runabouts and surf boats. So we're gonna we're gonna have a bunch of boats for people to look at. And then he'll have ride on power sports with him as well, Sep. So they're gonna have. Uh you know, personal watercraft and switches and all that cool stuff there. And we're going to have, uh, like you said, the whole, he builds a whole dock to uh, put all the pontoon boats together on. And, you know, the ISC show, I never leave uh, the fishing boats, the rangers, a lot of that stuff's kind of where I hang out. This show probably won't leave the pontoon boats, will we? No. Pontoon boats are going to have somebody behind every steering wheel the entire show. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of how that works, and and uh, and they're fun. It's it's fun to uh, kind of do the whole family uh, boating deal, and and uh, man, you know the pontoon boats are getting just more and more and more uh, luxurious, and and you know just really make a day on the water. Nice. I saw your high end fanciest one, the that Regency. They made. Yes, yeah. that is just appalling. That is it's so nice, so cool. Yeah, it's a, it's really a neat boat, and. And, uh, and we're kind of looking forward to that. Mark, we've got, uh, you know, not just the White River brands, but we've got uh, a lot of different specials coming up, and there's rebates, and there's some special pricing on 23 model boats that are left over, and motor, extended motor warranties from Mercury. There's just a lot of, lot. if you're in the boat market, this is a great time to be looking. Yeah, you know, things weren't always like this. Um, I think the promotions that we have right now are, are as good as they've ever been in the past three years. So if you're in the market to buy, this is definitely a great opportunity to take advantage of what dealers are doing and what manufacturers are doing, as well as banks. Right, right. And you guys do consignment. You do trade-in. There's there's a there's a lot of elements that uh, that Gone Fishing does that maybe some of the other dealers are are not as uh, as willing to extend. Yeah, we are seeing a lot of people uh, calling in, inquiring about selling a boat or consigning a boat. This is a great time of year to do that. There's a lot of interest on used boats, as there always is. But uh, if you're looking to sell a boat before you purchase another boat, consignment's a great option. Just give us a call, and we can explain the process. Yeah. Well, give them a call, and uh, and you guys can get online, and they can you can have your – you can even have your credit all done and, and – you know, figured out before the show ever opens on Thursday. You know, that's part of the secret to uh, purchasing a boat. Go in, do a little homework on it, then get over to the show, check it out, check out the what you've got as far as variety and accessories yeah. on the boats. Make sure you're selecting the right one, then walk in and just sign the dotted line. Yeah. And as you always say. You're only three beers away from being a boat owner at the boat show. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> You know, Mr. Fong is in here also, Mr. Blanton. He's hanging out, and uh, he's uh, not quite ready yet, he says. Yeah, he caught Mark, says, hey, come pick your boat up. I go, not yet. <laughs> That's probably kind of weird, huh? <laughs> we're going to do a pretty cool little wrap on it before he picks it up. So once great. we get that handled, uh, we're, we're excited to put him on the water as well. 
Yeah, it's going to be fun. And, and Sep, I called uh, Dylan Blanton, Mark's son, the other day, and I've got the uh, Clear Lake Open coming up in April and, and starting to fish a little bit. And I won't let my, my demo boat go right now. I'm on a whole, I, don't, I want to know I have it in April when I go to Clear Lake. So I called Dylan and arranged my, uh, some service done on the boat and fix a couple of things that I've messed up on it. So he's, uh, he's going to have it down there at Gone Fishing here next week or so. You know, speaking of service on boats, Mark, everybody's going to start bringing them out here in the next couple of weeks. Those that are covered up with blue tarps <laughs> out back, those that are sitting in the garage, and those that are probably got some frozen parts in their engine are all going to want some service work. And why don't you tell them what happens this time of year as the line gets longer? Well, we do get very, very busy. Um, our fishing customers are a little more in tune with what they need to do because they're itching to get on the water fast. But the easiest thing to do right now is just text the stores. Text 707-678-1600. That goes right to our service department, and they're going to tell you availability to drop off the boat. So right now, we're scheduling drop-offs, and our goal is to work on that boat within one day of it being dropped off. So instead of just letting everybody come in, your boat sits there for weeks, we're scheduling a day to drop it off, and within 24 hours, that boat is going to be started. So it's really cleared up um, our service yard. We're able to get boats in and boats out in a lot quicker uh, fashion. Well, if, if you're one of those types that, you know, my boat's got to be in the garage and it's got to be dry and it's got to be it's where you know, mine is. Yeah, right no. Now. And, and that's, that's the, that's the idea step is that that boat's not, not sitting out there for long periods of time to get them in, get them out and, and get you get yeah. them back home. Boats are supposed to be in the water. That's yeah. where they live. Yeah. So it's no problem getting them wet. And I, I see people with, with washing their boats. They don't even want to get the inside wet. Hell, I start with the inside. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what about electronics and stuff? Is there uh going to be much at the boat show or is that something that folks are going to need to kind of uh, shop at the store for shop online shop at the store um we have just about unless it's an oddball item most items whether it be a radar or front fishing sonar all brands we have in stock we have over 100 trolling motors in stock right now so all the forward-facing sonar stuff you can oh, yeah. install absolutely pick out what you want and uh, we're very competitive on pricing, very reasonable on install as well as lead time. So if you if it's a project you don't want to tackle, my team will do it. And they do rigging very very quickly very over there. I get job. a I get a call from Blanton. Hey, your boat's here and it's got a white cover on it. About two days later, I go come pick it up. It was done. It was ready to go. <laughs> well, you know what? We should probably try to get some folks to the sack boat show by uh, maybe giving some tickets away. Well, I understand. Mark's got a few of them laying around that if you want to stop by the store, you can pick them up right there. He'll get you free tickets to the show so you can stop in and get whatever or. If you can pick them up right there at the store, or you can go to Will Call if you'd like, and he'll have some tickets there at Will Call. We'll pass your, na your names on to Mark, and he can put them in the Will Call file out there. So you can get into the show for absolutely nothing. Mark, how do they do that? Just come into the store and check with you guys? Just text the store, and we'll put your name on a list. We'll confirm how many tickets you need. And these aren't discount tickets. These are free admission tickets. I've got about a hundred of them left. So text the store 707-678-1600 and we'll set them aside. That's the way to work it. And you text the store, you guys will have them and put them into will call there at the show. I assume we sure will. That's a great deal. Folks, if you want to come to the Sacramento sports and boat show, you want to save some money along the way so you can afford that boat, get on over to gone fish and Marine or text them. Give them that text number one more time, Mark, so they can get a hold of you and get those tickets ordered up. 
It's 707-678-1600. You can also go to gfmarine.com and click the button, text now. There you have it, folks. It makes it awful easy for you to get to the show and see the great display that Gone Fisher Marine's going to have out there. And you can talk to the big guy, too. He'll be over we'll, at the patio we'll boats. Ha- we'll be hanging out there all week next week. Can't, Mark, thanks, can't wait. thanks for hooking up with us. We'll see you at the show, Mr. Blanton. See you, too. See you, Mark. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after this quick break. You know how it works around here. We just got to get our head out of our... We'll be right back. Ready for a hookup? Then it's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard one of the nicest and fastest charter boats around. The Real Magic, owned and operated by Captains Jeff and Kimberly Berger. Their fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide and extremely stable and is powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the real magic will get you on the fish action fast and then back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss the opportunity to fish with the best. Call the real magic today and book your trip. 707-875-BOAT. They'll get you into the fish and plenty of crab too. 707-875-BOAT. 707-875-BOAT. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with SideScan and downscan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Introducing Blue Compass RV, formerly Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Whether you're a seasoned RVer or just starting out, Blue Compass RV has everything you need to hit the road in style. 
with seven locations in California, including Manteca, Sacramento, Anderson, Bakersfield, Palm Desert, San Marcos, and Santee, and 107 locations across the United States. You're covered when it's time for a new or used recreational vehicle. Get upgrades, accessories, repairs, or warranty work at any of the dealers. Talk about convenient, it doesn't get any easier. From top-of-the-line RVs to the expert staff, competitive pricing, and service department, Blue Compass RV is ready to help find the perfect vehicle for your next adventure. With factory-authorized clearance, every 2023 model must go. Visit one of the seven California RV centers and get an amazing deal on the RV of your dreams. Explore the freedom of the open road with Blue Compass RV. Check out bluecompassrv.com. And here's another great tip from our friends at Blue Compass RV. Still talking about which RV to buy? Now the question is, what's the best RV size for you to buy? It's a good question. If you're checking out styles, makes, models, and dealers, here's ideas to help you make that answer. For travelers on their own or couples, a small camper van with just the basics might work out just fine. But if you haul stuff like ATVs, fishing tackle, and other outdoor items, you'll definitely need a bigger RV with good storage space. If you've got a family and pets, you'll bet you'll want an RV to accommodate everyone. Smaller RVs have fewer features than big ones, so decide which are most important and which ones you can do without. The largest RVs allowed on the road in most states are between 40 and 50 feet in length, not including the length of the tow vehicle. How about it fitting into your driveway, which is typically like 18 to 20 feet long? If your RV is less than that, it'll fit. And you can figure out the rest of that sentence. How about slide outs? Some RVs have two or more and a slide out does add width to your RV when camping, somewhere between three and five feet. So you've got to take that extra space into account when you pull into a space. The most important and most popular length of RVs is between 25 and 35 feet. This size can accommodate a family that will be easy to maneuver. Plus, it's small enough to fit most camping spaces. The longest on the market are the Class A's, some of them up to 45 feet long and ideal for full-time living. There's really no one size that fits all when selecting an RV, so think it through first and you'll end up making the right decision. You're in the market, you're doing your homework, you're ready to get going. We'll see you on the road. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, when you look across the room and you look at Alan Fong, you say, hey, you're up next. Do you know what you're going to talk about? And he goes, oh stretches and yawns and i haven't got a clue but joining me now live in the studio is our good friend mr oh he pushed the right button mr alan fong joins us now from alan fong outdoors i on forgot YouTube. his name for a minute with decades of experience fishing northern california's lakes streams rivers bays and ocean youtube's alan fong outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you it's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the west here's alan fong the rod father Good morning, Mr. Fong. Thank you for coming in today. Good morning. Yeah, to get up early again. Delta's yeah. blown out. <laughs> yeah, we're all else we're go. all live from the couch, just like every one of our listeners today. No, there's parts of the Delta you can catch them. 
Oh, there's yeah. parts of the Delta yeah. you can catch them. There's no doubt in my mind about nah, that. You know, the um, San Joaquin side and McCallamy River, actually pretty decent. A friend of mine had a really good day down there the other day. He sent me a text, and he said that it's almost wide open. Yeah. And the water looked like you could see down about two feet. So, you know, if you guys want to get out there and go do some bass fishing, I'd go over off to McCallamy or somewhere in Central Delta. You're talking, you're talking stripers right now, or are you talking black bass? Black bass. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> so you're talking like Beaver Hog Sycamore area of the McCallamy? Yep. Boy, I can, I can see the eyes moving around here, folks, when Ken said and, those two and things. And some others. Remember when we told you that Alan was going to be 100% up front and tell us everything? Well, yeah. Might be Notice I just drugged that out of him. <laughs> yeah. I knew exactly where he was talking I think, about. So. I thought you beat him to get that well, out see, of Because those are all and dead I'm end sure, slews. You know, there's and there's probably clear. some stripers around, too. I just haven't been out. You know, My foot's feeling a little better now, so I'll start getting out. I actually went to... Folsom this last week um we put a kicker motor on our whaler and we had some issues with it but we were we unhooked it and trolled with the big motor and we actually hooked 10 and probably had a few more drive-bys landlock kings all running yeah. what size uh 16 to 18 inches so probably first year fish yeah and they're looking excellent shape you know they're fat i wanted to mooch them but you know we were in the whaler and you know we needed to Go test the thing out before we start going out in the ocean and bay, and we did have some issues with the steering arm kept getting binding. So, but we um, trolled for till about eleven thirty, and you know we hooked some fish. What technique were you using? How deep were they hiding? Um, we were trolling anywhere from thirty to forty-five feet, and trolling um, eight-inch dodgers. And actually, you know, after I I went out and did this, I um, there was about. 10 or 12 boats out there. Um, Kevin Bogle was out there. And that guy is a stick when it comes to these landlocked kings. And he's been really uh, sharing a lot of info with me. And when we went out there, I actually, but he was by himself, and there was three of us. So we had, he had two rods out, and we had four rods out. But I actually caught one more than he did. So he we were talking, and um, he has a little bit of, different style fishing and then we knew some other guys that had a rougher time some guys didn't get any had one but when i got home i was building these hoochies and i have a way of doing it and i've been doing this for years for kokanee and stuff and my wife goes why don't you do a video on it so because i'm stuck at home anyway so i did one and i showed how i actually set it up and i'm going to air it on monday so if you guys want to learn how to set up a hoochie right you need to watch this video because I do it in a way where I keep the, you know, to keep the hook space back in the hoochie, you have to put all these beads in there to get the hooks back. I use a bobber stopper and I only use one little bead. So I have no weight in that hoochie. So it whips around like crazy behind those Dodgers. I really didn't want to do it, but I, I did it. I did the video. It came out really good. So you guys need to watch it on Monday, and it'll up your game, I guarantee you. Well, something else that you just kind of glossed over there, I'm going to pin you down here. You told them you're using an 8-inch Dodger, and how long was the leader, and what was tied on the other end of that leader, and what were you doing? Uh, Here's where the truth comes out, folks. Whenever you're trolling, I don't care what kind of Dodger you're using, whether it's a 4-inch out to 12-inch, two and a half times the length of the Dodger is how long you want that leader. And that hoochie thing that I told you guys that I did that's going to air on Monday, 
it's really light compared to the ones that you buy or you try to make it yourself because you have to use all those beads to get that hook away from that hoochie and it adds more weight so obviously it's not going to flop around as well if you don't have any weight in that hoochie but um i didn't throw any plugs or cut plugs i know they're catching them on that because we were getting so many bites and the bite was really early the first while my brother was working on the steering arm we were trolling and having double hookups so i'd say probably out of the 10 or 12 fish that we hooked that day i'd say the first half hour eight or nine of them were caught nice so you know the bites that we had so they bit early you know i think we had everything my brother wasn't pulling around we probably would maybe got a few more but i think it's the that hoochie whooping around like that is just works so much better you know there's so many little things when you're doing i don't care what kind of fishing i'm doing i always try to uh, do things like lighten it up um, just just to get that thing to work better to be more realistic actually um, we caught one salmon it spit out a little pond smelt so you know they're eating these little pond smelt that are about two to three inches long so you want to keep your skirts about that long and denise hooked it through the eye I told her hook the the smoke through the eye and put it back out there and fish on and i'm using little strips of um herring or anchovy that i cure you want to cure it so it don't come off you know so when you get the bite the bait doesn't fall off and they go away and i really wanted to mooch that day but you know we were having so much trouble and the wind blew like heck it was white capping out there so i didn't have a chance plus i didn't see the groups of bait that um i'd like to see you know when i'm did you have forward facing sonar on not the on that whaler? not on the way <laughs> i was gonna and, say and actually kevin was telling me that you know he was seeing bigger groups earlier in the week but i think with that north wind blowing through there they kind of spread out late on the bottom so i didn't see the opportunity otherwise i would have tried it just there's there's an amazing thermocline in that lake right now because you the, sent the me currents, the photo yeah the, the currents with the releases obviously inflow yeah. but the releases we know what that does the currents and yeah. and uh, water temperatures and things and there's there's an unbelievable thermocline in that lake right now yeah. I heard there was a lot of bait. On calmer days, Kevin was telling me how big of bait balls he's been yeah. seeing in there. But that day we were there, I didn't see a whole lot of them. So I think it had to do with the north wind blowing. And you're probably coming out of that full moon, too. Just start, yeah, It's about a were. half moon right now. So yeah. By yeah. not putting a lot of beads in that, does that allow like more scent? Do you, do you get more scent in and the no, bait? No, because and... I'm running. I don't even put scent on there. I put that little fillet of you know yeah. anchovy on the back. Just cut up little pieces about, oh, half to three-quarter inches long and maybe a quarter inch or even less wide. Yeah. Sounds messy. And just you slide just it up little, there. just need a little piece. I stick it on the front hook and let the back hook wiggle around. But, it, you know, by not putting all those beads in that, in that little uh, hoochie, it whips around a lot more the way I'm doing doesn't it make your Doritos smell like anchovies yeah it works <laughs> Alan Fong with Alan Fong outdoors uh, if don't forget Monday you better watch that video yeah you better <laughs> you know folks one of the other things you need to do is not just look at his videos but subscribe to his videos right there on YouTube just go to Alan Fong outdoors hit subscribe it's free comes popping up on your laptop or wherever you check out your emails or your all your podcasts whenever you uh turn on your unit it's a great way to get up to speed on what's really going on and alan is very current on these reports so get out there check it out 
and definitely subscribe to Alan Fong Outdoors to stay on top of more of it. You'll hear more and more of Alan here on the show. He's one of our regulars now, and uh, we're dragging him in whenever we can around <laughs> here if he's not out fishing on the water someplace. Where are you heading next? Uh, I might sneak up to Orville. Well, there's some guys that are sneaking in they're there right catching, now, and they're catching some they're bigger catching a lot of kings. A but, lot of bigger ones, But, too. you know, there's some big ones in Folsom. Like I told you, Denise hooked one the next day, and my buddies that was with her said it's well over 10. Well, so, those are the kind of fish that you want to get into out yeah. there. To me, catching one of those big kings, just like we talked about as we were walking into the studio this morning, just just get me a big one. Just let me catch that thing, take a look at it, yeah. and let it go. Yeah. I will let it go because I hate to eat fish. <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> Alan, thanks for hooking up with us today. Right, we no certainly problem. appreciate it. we got to take a quick break right now. When we get back from this... It's Mr. Mike Ogney of the Golden State Salmon Association with some updates and numbers on what is going on with our salmon fisheries right after this. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. Multiple dealers discounting all the best brands. Hundreds of wakeboard boats, travel trailers, pontoon boats, fifth wheel, personal watercraft and ATVs, toy haulers, fishing boats, motorhomes, and more. One massive event. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. March 7th through 10th. Find discounts at twohugeshows.com. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit goldenstatesalmon.org to learn more. And joining us now is our good friend from the Golden State Salmon Association, Mr. Mike Ogney, joins us live. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, Michael. 
Hey, good morning, guys. It's just a matter of pushing the right buttons in here. Don't mind us. Yeah, you're always fumbling with that in the morning, aren't you? Yeah, I do a lot of that. Mike, I understand some ocean abundance numbers are out on salmon. Or is there anything starting to look positive for the anglers in Northern California? Yep. Breaking up a little bit, Mike. Are you there? I got you. Okay. No, the the, uh, the the numbers are out, and I really try to, to when I explain this to people, I really try to keep it simple. We basically manage the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the, and the Pacific Fisheries Management Council, manage for a range of fish with a floor of 122,000 and a high of 180,000 for the Central Valley Rivers. That's the American, the Feather and the Upper Sac and the Upper Sac tributaries. This past year, we had a very miserable return. They were expecting um, an ocean abundance of 169,000 would result in at least least that 122 getting back. And what came back was 113,000 last year. So what they do is they bump these models up to, to a higher return hoping that if they make the model more conservative they'll get a higher return back to the river they've been overestimating these numbers for the for the past 10 years and uh, they're currently estimating that there's an ocean abundance of 214,000 and you'd say on paper well if we only need 122 we could go and uh, catch 95,000 fish and that's just not right they've been they've been wrong on this repeatedly and a lot of it is is twofold. Um, three years ago, the uh, the governor, or two years ago, the governor rolled back uh, salmon protection water limits on the amount of pumping that can go out of the southern delta, and the Bureau of Reclamation increased output on Shasta Dam, gave all of our cold water to the farmers down in the San Joaquin Valley, and then when the fall fish came back. The water is lethally hot, and we essentially killed over 95% of the fish on the upper sack. So the upper sack, which is usually the largest component of returning fish, is now our lowest component because of the federal government killing all those fish. Now, they'll blame drought every damn time, but I tell you, it is oversubscribing on our water that is behind the uh, dams because they just don't give a damn about, about the fish. Well, they've certainly set their priorities uh, differently than they have been in the past. And to cut back on water flows for salmon is just another negative thing that's going to have a poor result on it. And this site's reservoir and everything else they're talking about doing, where are they going to get the water to fill that? So, th- <laughs> Sites is going to come out of the Sacramento River. And then, and then what people don't understand about sites is that it's a series of, of, of it, it's, it's not even fully designed yet. It's going to be like six to eight shallow dams um, in the area north of, of Williams in the foothills. They're going to pump it up there, and then because it's shallow, that water's going to get warm. And then when they, when they release it, you know, they claim it's going to be beneficial for fish. It's going to be lethally hot to the salmon that are coming back to the river doesn't make any sense uh, whatsoever you know you'd think they would have learned a lesson about uh, dams and you know in a row now they're tearing them out on the klamath and they want to put the same thing in sites it looks like 
it's almost laughable that um, Newsom is just bending around like a, like a pretzel. He has press releases out about how good he's been for uh, for uh, for salmon and yeah, you know, and, and you know, practically taking credit for the uh, for the dam removal up on the Klamath River. We all know that's been that's been in the works for over twenty years, and that's finally happening. And like you know, and then here's a politician lining up to take credit for it. But there's some there, there's some good stuff out there, Zep. We've seen a, a great return last year on the on the McQuillamy. And the funny thing is, is the McQuillamy fish don't even count. Now to the hatchery, they had, I think it was 22,000 fish back to the hatchery, another estimated um, possibly 10,000 that went up and spawned in the, uh, the river. But the McQuillamy does not count towards our overall salmon escapement. The reason is, is that, that the way that, that that part of the delta is plumbed, when fish go back in the McQuillamy, they can spawn, they can find cold water, they got the hatchery up there. But they never release fish from the McCallamy hatchery because they all, almost all of them, get lost in the Delta. So those fish have to be trucked. So the reason that we're seeing these great returns over on the McCallamy is that these fish are being trucked down to the Golden Gate Bridge, surviving at a very high rate, and coming back and seeding that part of, that part of, the, of the river. But that's not a sustainable part of the river. What we need to do is rebuild the upper sack and get those runs back up. You know, last year it was less than 5,000 fish and we need, and traditionally that's 70 to a hundred thousand fish. So we've lost over 90% of the upper sack and we got to get that recovered. If we're going to see our runs recover, we have to have a naturally spawning component in addition to our hatchery fish. I know we're kind of long on time here and, and next week, um, I'll tell you about a little uh, study that um, GSSA did. We asked uh, the uh, the feds to do a special project over over at Coleman. It was a trucking project, but not trucking down to the uh, bay or the uh, or, or the ocean. That has been very successful, and we got those numbers coming back in, and, and we're going to share that next week with you. But there's there's some positive things, but at this time. I don't see how we can feasibly have a season, but I, I, I will have to say we at GSSA, we do not get involved in the season setting process. We advocate for the habitat and the hatcheries and lobby politicians to increase water flows. We don't, we don't do that, you know, hardcore in the trenches that they're doing right now at the, at the PFMC this coming week. They're going to be hashing all this out for all the West Coast salmon fisheries. Yeah, they've already had an Oregon meeting. I understand they're going to be having the Sacramento meeting here or the California meeting real soon. So there will be a lot of information coming out, and we'll be relying on the Golden State Salmon Association. Mr. Ogney and Scott Artis, their their, uh, president of the organization, will be dealing with them a lot, keeping you informed on what's going on out there. It's a sad state of affairs right now. The government knows what caused it. They did. There's no doubt about that. They know what causes the hot water to come out. And hopefully, hopefully, our governor and some of our departments in the state, as well as the federal government, will understand that they will kill fish by putting in warm water. They need to have cool, oxygenated water for survival of the species. You can't keep making the same stupid mistakes over and over again expecting success. 
Mike, thanks for sharing with us today. You guys are a vital, important part of keeping the public informed, and we appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Mike Ogney with the Golden State Salmon Association. Roll it. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care, all with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walk. Take a break off and on. Let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530 735 6217. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance marine electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Manteca, Sacramento, Fairfield, and Rockland have it all. And their trained cell staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live in the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's there's no no reason to miss a single show. One ticket, two shows. Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. Multiple dealers discounting all the best brands. Hundreds of wakeboard boats, travel trailers, pontoon boats, fifth wheel, personal watercraft and ATVs, toy haulers, fishing boats, motorhomes, and more. One massive event. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. March 7th through 10th. Find discounts at twohugeshows.com. 
And now, more California sportsmen with Zep Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're kicking off the second hour right now. In just a moment, we're going to be hooking up live with Jeff Goodwin, live on the couch at the Sacramento River Shasta Lake. He's got great info for us. We're going to find out what kind of impact our weather is going to have on those two fisheries that have been cranking out some big fish. Randy Pringle is going to hook up with us with our pure fishing tip. He's had to cancel his tournament up at Berryessa today, the BBT tournament. There's postponed. That's what tournament directors that's like That's right. To say. They never postponed. say cancel. No, they want, they don't want to refund any money. No. We're postponing it. We'll let you know when yeah. it's going to be. And then Nate Kelsch is going to be joining us. He's been fishing Comanche Party. We're going to talk a little bit about Berryessa, too. You know, what we're looking at right now is what happens when this weather clears. And I'm sure you're going to hear from Alan Fong in a few minutes exactly what's going to be happening out there. And Travis Morgan, he's awake. He just texted me. He's ready, and he's going to be talking about the turkey opener coming up next weekend. And I've got some tips for you, too. Steve Mitchell will be hooked up sport fishing. He's talking sturgeon with us, and he'll be live on the couch today, too, just like you should be all day long. Put those feet up, kick back. You're not going to mow the lawn. You're not going to pull any weeds. They'll fall out of the ground in the wind. They'll take care of it. And, of course, our good friend Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News has a wrap-up of our show with more opportunities for Northern California anglers. Let's waste no time. Let's head up to the Redding area, to Palisadro, and hook up with Jeff Goodwin of Jeff Goodwin Sport Fishing right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How's it going? That's a question I should ask you. You're the one with all the colorful clouds and images on Doppler going over your head. What's it like up there today and yesterday? You know, I mean, it's everything's moving through so fast. And um, I will say that the forecasts were uh, a bit off. Um, we we canceled all our trips for, the, for four days. And it, honestly, the weather hasn't been that bad. You know, no, no big snows. Had a couple of good downpours here and there, but... I'm looking at, you know, calm, calm uh, winds and blue skies right now here in Palisadro. Yeah, that's what we had when I got up this morning. There were stars out there, and I'm going, mm, somebody said they were going to move across and hang up in the hills. They must be hanging it in the hills, and that's exactly what I saw when I went to Doppler this morning. Well, Jeff, last week you sent me photos from the Sacramento River as well as from Shasta. Uh, how can any fish in that Sacramento River even – attack and see a bait with it coming down at 35,000 cubic feet a minute out of Shasta right now? Well, you know, um, we're lucky. Um, up here, we got a, it's a tailwater fishery, so we're getting water right out of the dams, and we're really high in the system, so any of the real, real you know, turbid tributaries that dump, you know, dirty water into the rivers are below us. So, you know, I get comments a lot from folks saying, you know, that can't be the Sacramento River. It's green. Well, it is, and you know all my reports are are from the the time frames that I report on, and um, I know that the river, you know, down in the Sacramento area is ugly. But um, we had a lot of flows, and we had um, green water, and what that does, honestly, is it pushes the fish to the edges of the river, and um, it concentrates a lot of fish, and it, it just makes them easy to catch. So. There is there was a little bit of color, but um, just enough to make the fish reckless, and um, they were just gorging on beads, and and we were getting them good well, ones too. Big. Tell them the size of some of the fish that were caught. Well, you know, two pound average is is you know nothing to to balk at, and you know three, four, five pounders are are pretty common. You know, um, 
pretty much year round, but especially when the water gets a little bit, a little bit colored up, um, just because uh, they get just like I said, a little bit reckless, feeding heavy on those uh, late fall king salmon eggs. Yeah, you said there was a lot of late fall king salmon hanging up there, so those eggs have got to be blowing out of some of those reds right now, heading back, and the the trout just got to be sitting there eating candy all day long. They are, and you know, a lot of them, a lot of them, just you know, when they they hit the net, um, eggs eggs are coming out of their mouths. And, of course, um, they're just yeah, they're stuffing themselves. It's 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 good to see though. Well, the coolest thing about this is the great photos. A lot of spawning coloration starting to appear on these fish. They're absolutely beautiful. They're strong and healthy, and it's really a catch and release fishery, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, you know pretty much on the Sacramento River. Um, 100% wild fish, um, well, wild rainbows are, are catch and release. And we do get some, get some, uh, you know, hatchery steelhead up this high, um, mainly in the fall, um, but not very often. Well, let's talk Shasta real quick too, because it is just prolific. And I would imagine based on what I've seen in photos and everything, the coloration of the lake is fine right now. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, you know, typically we have big winters like this and, uh, we get a lot of, you know, debris flows, and um, we're not, not seeing it. We're not seeing it at all. And, um, you know, our water is nice and green, um, way up high in the system. We have a little bit more color, but still totally fishable. I haven't found one section of the, the lake so far this winter that I haven't been able to fish. And I understand you uh, stumbled across a little herd of brown trout hanging out down in one of the arms, too. Yeah, you know, it's time. And, uh you know, we they kind of eluded us um, for for a bit, but you know, a few adjustments, um, running some different gear, running some bait. Um, that's been that's been kind of a um, you know staple in years past. And last couple of weeks, I didn't really do very well with the bait, but this last week, you know, we started. Uh, you know, my last couple trips started running anchovies, and um, got into some nice nice browns that way. Are you rolling? Um, are you rolling anchovies, or are you using one of the Brad's cut plug? No, I'm using. I'm just rolling a a whole anchovy in a Trinidad tackle bait head, and I like to run um, triangle flashers in front of those um, those anchovies, and that that's just a year in year out a kind of a deadly combination for big browns. You're not going to catch a ton <clears throat> or get a, a lot of hits or strikes on on those particular baits, but when you do, hang on, it's going to be a good one. Well, that Trinidad harness is a little different than a lot of them, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, this, they come with a – it's a Rice Davies kind of a concept bait head, and, you know, they've been making them with a, with a wire for, for years. And, you know, I'd talk to Stan about the wire because I cut them out. I just take the wire out, and um, that, that way I can bend my, bend my bait the way I want to and get that hook placement where I want to and – you know they can bite that bait in half with uh, um, with no wire in there, but the wire kind of keeps that from happening. And you know it's it's a great idea, great concept. It works for lots of people, you know, up and down the coast. But that's that's one of my little tricks of the trade is getting that wire out of there. So when they grab that thing, you know, they're all they're getting is hooked. And you know that's what's weird about that is I keep little pieces of uh, Romex wire. I cut them into strips and I slide them in and I bend it the way I want it bent. But I, it doesn't mm-hmm. hang out mm-hmm. anywhere. It's just inside there, and I just put a little bend, and it gives you a lot of wobble and trend. But I'll tell you what, whatever you put back there, folks, it's got to be underwater or you haven't got a shot at it. 
So <laughs> you can dream all you want and buy all the rigs you want, but when you put things together and you have a combination that's working, you become Alan Fong. <laughs> and he said, Yeah, you know, all those little tricks, they add up. They sure do. And I've always said that it, in order to catch fish, you have to do everything right. And it isn't just baiting a hook, putting it on there correctly. It's being in the right place at the right time with the right offering at the right speed, with the right color, with the right action, the right vibration. It yep. all adds up. Yes, and does. the more things that you do right, the more you're increasing your odds of success. It's true. I always said yep, if yep. you have that little, little bit more than the next guy, you're going to catch more. Well, that's probably why you caught so many fish in your life. Well, Jeff is up there at Shasta having a great time catching fish. He continues to go out. The Sacramento River, I've already got him booked for trips on there. We're going to go out and have some fun when they turn the water back on after it's off all summer. But I got to tell you, Lake Shasta is one of the places that you should be fishing right now, folks, whether you're in your own boat or you want to go up with a guide. And when I'm talking about a guide, he takes you out in his – Let's just call it a 26 or 27 or 28-foot yacht that's fully covered with every toy you can imagine with a heater inside. You don't have to worry about cold, snow, rain, nothing. You'll have a blast out there with Mr. Goodwin, no question about it. Jeff, give them all the hookup info they can use to get a trip with you and get out there and share in the action on the water. Yeah, you know, uh, go to jeffgoodwinfishing.com um, on the web or uh, check out uh, Facebook or Instagram, Jeff Goodwin Guide Services. And all of our contact information is there um, and available. And we uh, answer the phone seven days a week. So give us a call and we'll uh, we'll get you on some great fishing up here. Jeff Goodwin with Jeff Goodwin's Guide Service. Give him the number one more time, Jeff. And that's 530-510-2925. All right. 530 All right, guys. You have a good one, my friend. Throw another log on and enjoy that couch today. Absolutely. All Take right. Care. Take care. Great opportunities, folks. The Sacramento River is a great place to be right now for some reason. They are active and they are big. And Shasta Lake, another one that you can get up to. In the middle of all these storms, it's still beautiful. Kent, they had some tournaments up there, didn't they? They did. Last weekend they had one. Obviously, the weather was beautiful and uh, and they were catching them. The lake's dropping a little bit because they're making a little bit of room in there 35,000 right cubic feet yeah. a second coming out of yeah, there. The lake's... I bet old Gary Myers' house has got water in the backyard up yeah, there. Yeah, a pretty good chance. But it's, uh, it's kind of a uh, – you know, the thing about Shasta, like you said earlier – it doesn't get dirty. It gets cloudy. It gets a weird green color to well, it. Well, they don't but, have all the dirt. That water runoff is coming right down yeah, the right, granite and right rocks. Right down the mountains, and, and it's uh, it's got so many little creeks that run into it. I'm know? amazed how clear it is. The other thing I'm amazed, I got a message a week and a half ago about how off-colored Berryessa was. Mm -hmm. I saw a video from Saturday. I couldn't believe it. It's green already. Yeah. and That it, stuff it settles take, fast. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. And, you know, it... Anytime you have water running into a lake, you give it a day or two after the storm, and where that water's running in is clear. Yeah. You know, it's going to clear up, and it'll start clearing the backs of those pockets and the backs of those creek channels. Well, Smalley and I went up there a couple of weeks ago, as you know, and we had gone up after some big rains and everything, and I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be chocolate. We could see 10, 12 feet yeah. right on the side of the ramp. Yeah. It was beautiful. Well, and when the lakes get full, Sep, they, they, don't, get, they don't get dirty as easy. That's a fact. Yeah, that water doesn't filter through the lake as fast. 
Well, we better take a quick break here in a minute, but before we go, let's do Gun Owners of California and tell the world that SEP didn't win again. No, he didn't. Two weeks ago, the legislature introduced 32 brand-new gun control bills, and this week the U.S. Supreme Court heard another important Second Amendment case. Uh, Gun Owners of California is right in the middle of everything, so make sure that you're supporting them. GunOwnersCA.com and uh, check out the Legislative Action Center. Uh, winner number nine of the 2024 uh, 52 guns, a 52 weeks raffle ticket. Number 279, Eric King of Berkeley, California. Eric, you just won a Smith and Wesson model 442 39 special. I bet that's 38 special. And Sammy fat fingered it because I don't think they make a 39 special. The staff of gun owners will be giving you a call next week to make arrangements to send you down to guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville to do all the proper paperwork. Now's the time to set the date for an unforgettable fishing adventure with Jeff Goodwin Guide Service. Explore the beauty of Lake Shasta, the Sacramento River, and other prime fishing locations with an experienced professional guide who knows these waters. Catch trophy-sized rainbows, king salmon, kokanee, brown trout, stripers, and more from his 24-foot fully enclosed Bolton fishing machine. With state-of-the-art equipment and top electronics, you'll have the edge in landing the big ones. Whether you're a seasoned angler or a first-timer, Jeff will ensure you have an incredible Incredible day on the water. Book a trip and get ready to reel in amazing memories. JeffGoodwinFishing.com. Book now. 530-510-2925. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Banteca, Fairfield, and Rockland all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman's Warehouse. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. We're back and lots going off. Our next guest that's joining us right now just had to postpone one of his tournaments at the BBT. At that's because tournament Essen. directors don't like to get rained on, Sep. No, they sure don't. It doesn't. It, you but know, I understand it separates from the men from the boys in does, the tournaments. It does, but the tournament directors don't like to get rained on. It delays when they can go to breakfast. and, and Armchair uh, quarterback. <laughs> Well, we got a real quarterback there right now. So why'd you postpone it, Randy? Is it just the rain? No. The Berryessa is known, um, and I know Kent Brown, uh, he and I fished a tournament 100 years ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth. 
Um, and we basically, if you're fishing the other side of the lake on the east side and over there, Pewter Creek coming out of Rag Canyon or Spanish Flat, we had to pull in behind Big Island and get brought around yeah. and bring our traders around because you couldn't get back because there's five, six-foot wind, rain and wind and wind and wind, and you couldn't get back. So yeah. the problem is these anglers, when you run a tournament nowadays, especially in, and I'll say it, in California, if you know in your heart that it says wind gusts at 20 miles an hour, you got to make that call. That's a liability. That Thursday. Yeah, the that, liability, liability. That, the liability that comes from that is not worth it out there. You don't want to take any chances with those people going out. And They're, there's another yeah. thing that people don't realize is that you make the call so that people don't drive up there on Friday, pre-fish on maybe a fine day, and then Saturday it goes hell in the handbasket, and then you're going, oh my. Yeah, this, now what is, do we do? this is ridiculous. We got to c- cancel this. And now people spent money. They can't get their rooms money back. And it just becomes it. So you, what you try to do is you call it in enough time so that the anglers can rebook. And then we don't want to take away a lake from these anglers. We don't because there's not enough days out there. It's going to pack it too tight. And there's nothing we can do but – Safety, in my mind, has always been there. Have you got any texts today from any of the anglers that said, looks pretty nice out there today, Randy? Have you got that yet? You know, yet? it's funny you should say that. I haven't gotten that yet, <laughs> but will. I'm waiting for the first guy that does that. You will. Yeah. Oh, what's, no, I will. What's out the window? Oh, the leaves aren't even moving, Sep. We could have fished all day long. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. Thanks, Kent. You just became the first. <laughs> <laughs> but but. No, I, I looked at the wind and the wind it, it you know you, you can only go by the weather report that is given you and i use the app windy which most of the guides yes, use so do I. and and so um it right now says gus still in that high 20s and gusts up there in you know Berryessa. it says steady at 11 to 14 miles an hour which is like eh just right there on that brink. And that side of the valley ridiculous. always gets okay. Always gets. I live way. there. Let me just. I'm 20 minutes from the launch ramp yeah. at Markley Cove. Let me tell your, you your what trees the wind are sideways does. over there. One year we decided we were going to do the skierama thing they did up there decades ago. We got out in my 23 footer and started heading up towards Puta Creek where the race starts yeah. at midnight and you race all the way to Markley Cove in the dark with a flare. And you got 15 minutes, and your flare has to be running when you get there. It didn't work. You couldn't bust through the waves. The guys couldn't ski over the <laughs> waves. The flares were going out and sinking underwater. I have seen five, six, seven footers blowing across oh, yeah. Berryessa. Randy, I assure you, you made the right decision because last night I thought my roof was coming off one of my sheds outside. It was blowing so hard. Well, and he's got anglers that are traveling from farther distances too, you know. Just I mean, the wind would have scooted them around on the freeway enough to let them know they wouldn't have wanted to be on that water. Now, it might Kent, be a did little... You get my, did you get my text, Kent? I did. Uh, is so it... what that is, I went, I left my trailer there because I knew I had back-to-back, so I left it. So I had all the purpose in the world of running this tournament. But then when I saw and made the call, 
I wanted to outrun the storm. So I ran all the way there at 6 a.m. I got there and picked my trailer up, got it ready to go. And then on my way out of Pleasure Cove, I looked across. There was there was setting up already, waiting for the storm. They set up on one side of the dam, on the other side of the dam, with a bulldozer and a truck with that shovel in the front that pushes rocks. They had a set of those on each side of the dam so they could be prepared for mudslides because that's yeah. a real bad area. Well, Randy, it sounds to me it sounds to me like the right decisions were made, and anybody that doesn't err on the side of safety needs their head examined. That's for certain. Randy, what's well, going? Well, puts us anybody that doesn't make a decision never is going to make the right decision. That's a fact. Never yeah. seen a tournament director make a right decision. I've never seen one make nope. a wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I tell you what, it's going to do. Here's the pure fishing tip of the week when it comes to wind. Spinnerbaits and pure fishing has them. Pure fishing has spinnerbaits, and here's the key on spinnerbaits. There are a couple different brands, a couple different kinds. There's there's the short arm, there's the long arm. But this type of spinnerbait, as we all know, they got willow leaves and Colorado. Let me give you a little keys to the car on this willow leaf Colorado. The Colorado can be fished slower because it takes less energy for the wheels to go around in circles. The willow leaf has to go a little faster, so it has to spin that less vibrating style blade. So if you want to keep that blade in the strike zone longer, go to the Colorado. Then if you want it to move a little faster like a bunch of little shad going through the water, go to the willow leaf. Here's the last of that keys to the car. This is where you can pop the trunk. The other part of that is if that water is a little off color, go to your painted blades. They're so much better. We started throwing painted blades probably 40 years ago, and I've never looked back. And so, you know, where the water is a little off color, go to painted. If the water's got clarity, you can start shining it up a little bit. Because remember, sunlight doesn't penetrate muddy water to make silver looks silver ah, and then and then ah. we're really gonna throw a curveball at him and start yeah. talking about going one painted one silver yeah those hey, hey, i've hey, always hey, used one, painted one, blades one chartreuse one chartreuse and one gold uh yeah and uh and Don't we used all the secrets we used to I'm buy we used to buy colorado bladed spitter baits from the back of don's bottle shop on 16th avenue like dope <laughs> yeah. we'd go see dennis chan and go hey man Yep. I need a dozen chartreuse and a dozen whites. You got them, and he'd dig and you know what the, the number was? He'd dig into the counter three. and he'd go, "Yeah, man, I got them." <laughs> you need some ribbon tail trailers, too, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need those. Yep. Alan hey, knows hey, what I, I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> even now I throw a lot of painted painted blades on the outside and the inside silver. Silver, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've I've yeah, always been say, a they're, big they're, fan they're, of one painted and one there, gold. You say the words, "You got any threes?" <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the size of the blade you wanted. You guys laugh. I I, I literally yesterday ordered a hundred and twenty dollars worth of blades from Rumba, and Rumba's just they're hard to find, and yeah. they're yeah, hundred twenty dollars worth. Of it's so easy blades. to change them. You know, yeah, you so easy them. to change them. 
Boy, am I glad yeah, you I You bend out that little, you <laughs> bend it out, slide it all apart, then bend it back. And if it breaks, just shorten it up just a smidge. There you go. <laughs> Randy Pringle, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, and he's the fishing instructor, too. If you'd like to get out on the Delta and get into some black bass action or any type of bass action, he's the guy. Randy, give him all the hookup information for the fishing instructor. Yeah, you can give me a call on area code 209-543-6260 and or... You can go on my website and email me, thefishinginstructor.com. And I'll tell you, the pure fishing, you're not going to go wrong. Why don't you use some of that big game on that, that fishing line? A little stretch, makes the fish be able to suck it in, and that's shallow water. Sounds like a hook set to me. Get the net. <laughs> get rid of him, would you? Get the net. Just lean over, grab it by the lip, and let's get rolling. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Good luck with that postponed event at Berryessa. I'm sure it'll be a good one when you get out there. And I hope they catch nothing but big ones so I can remind Kent he should be fishing Berryessa too. Mm -mm. No. He, he likes that lake. Yes, he does. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. We appreciate you. You take care, my friend. He's going to have a good day out there. He's got fish, fish to fry and fish and feet up there's, on the couch. There's a hundred good lakes to go fish in California. I don't need to go to that one. There's so many places <laughs> you can go right now. I, I just think of the list of them right? in my mind. And Lake Almanor. Do you know how big those fish are? They're in full spawning color right now. Mm -hmm. It gets you know great. how cold it is at Lake Almanor right now? Oh, so. yeah, I do. That's why I wear long so, underwear and don't tell anybody about it really when I do. Pretty shade of white at Lake Almanor, I'm sure, right now. Absolutely. Yes. And if I could get on that lake, I would be on it. Yeah. There was a really shallow ramp that we had one year up there in a motel that's no longer there. You could go right outside your back room, launch perfectly, snow or not, ice didn't make any difference. And you go across a lake you couldn't see on, and you hope to hell your map and everything was working well as you did. Mm -hmm. Because when you start scooting by stumps at 40 miles an hour, it makes you kind of think for a yeah, minute. Of course, a you guys of have both probably done that. So are you before. talking about trout or bass? I'm talking trout. The heck with the bass up there. <laughs> no, it's one heck of a bass fishery. It is now, amazing. <laughs> yeah, Almanor is an amazing fishery. Really. Jim Poe and Ruben Chavez are both up there at Lassen View Resort. If you need ever needed them, they weren't near the office. They were standing down by the boat docks casting around there that's yep. that's what they did for fun and that's what they did for eight to five work speaking of eight to five work let's hook up with another guy that's uh live on the couch today he wasn't planning on that but it just happened that way let's hook up with the man himself from big nate's guide service mr nate kels joins us live good morning nate hey good morning fellas good morning morning hey, tell us about it what's going on at comanche you've been hitting there lately and there's some big fish being caught some so many big fish people are sending me private boater photos now too <laughs> yeah you know comanche we uh our biggest fish this past week was about eight and a half pounds um fishing fishing's been great a lot of pressure you know there, there's there's a lot of boats out there hitting it but you know, as long as you stay away from everybody else, uh, you can still go out there and, and get plenty of fish. We we had we had early limits not only there, but at party as well. Well, technique. What are you doing to get into them? Where are they hiding? Are they up high? Are they down low? Are they hanging in the middle? Every everything's from the top fifteen feet. Um, stick baits have been getting us the biggest fish, uh, specifically the the trophy sticks and like that kokanee and tui chub pattern. Those have been getting us the biggest fish. We've been getting them on trolling flies and wiggle discs. We've been getting them on grubs. Um, I, I I haven't caught any fish on spoons, but I, I know some people that have pretty much, you know, you can go out there, and if you, if you like trout fishing, go out there, bring your favorite presentation, 
keep it in the top 15 feet, and you have a good chance of uh, catching some fish. Is this fast trolling or slow trolling nowadays? I'm I'm staying. I'm keeping everything in between like 1.1 and about 2.3 miles an hour. So slow, um, slow know, to moderate. Yes, correct. I'm I'm starting off slower in the morning and speeding up as the water warms up. What's the wa- the weather doing and the influx of water hitting those lakes? Uh, they're kind of low down in the system. Is it clouding them up at all? Well, I'll tell you, Comanche, um, Pardee's so low that they're not releasing water into Comanche. Um, you know, what they're releasing is, is very small, so Comanche stayed fairly clear. Um, I noticed throughout the week um, at Pardee that the lake level's rising because the water's coming down to the McCollamy. Um, so as, as it rises, it's starting to bring a lot, lot more wood into the water. Um, water's starting to get a little bit more stained, but still definitely fishable, that's for sure. Well, Nate, uh, you've been also uh, paying a lot of attention to uh, Lake Berryessa. What's going on over there? What are you hearing right now? I, I saw, and you did too, I'm sure, some murky water. It was a little cloudy there for a while, but it seems to have cleared up rather quickly. Well, I uh, I actually, I, I had a client that really wanted to go there. I, I tried to talk him out of it, and he said, no, let's, let's just go for it anyway. So we went. Um, I launched my boat at Markley. It's awesome. I mean, it's it's so crazy to see this lake full. It's been so long. It seems like, you know, it's like a five foot walk from launching my truck. I mean, from launching the boat, you know, back thank down God. to the ramp. You can thank God it, for that one. It's 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 awesome. You know, we got down there and um, we're kind of sitting there getting stuff together in the boat and I'm looking around and I'm seeing a ton of fish jumping. And at first I thought that, uh, that they were trout, but I, I, I got, I got a closer look. It was a lot of squawfish. Oh, that's um, fun. A lot of small, like six to eight inch squawfish jumping all over the place. And as soon as the light hit the water, it stopped. Um, I didn't see any surface activity throughout pretty much the rest of the day. Um, I know that I know that people were talking about they were seeing trout and everything jumping. I didn't see a single fish. I didn't see anything jump once the sun hit the water. Um, but we, we went out there. We fished. I, I started off, you know, running out, just kind of trying to look at water conditions. Um, it's dingy. You know, I, there there's some spots that are that are dingy, and then there's some spots that are muddy. Um, as soon as I got out towards uh, towards the main body, um, in front of Skiers Cove, the, there's definitely some fishable water. Uh, we we caught we got some fish there, hooked up some fish there. Anything up towards Big Island was you know for for us trollers, you know what I consider unfishable. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't even think about dropping a line in. There's just so much particulates in the water. Um, we were having to clear the lines pretty much everywhere that we fished from there all the way in towards the dam. We're having to clear the lines about every 10 minutes. Um, a lot of grass. Uh, saw quite a few big floating trees out there as well. Um, a lot of trash that's been brought in, you know, either through the through the culverts or, you know, just off the shoreline. So we tried to get as much as that out of the water as we could. But the, the, there's fish there to be caught. I mean, we, we hooked up seven, we had seven, seven takedowns. We were able to connect on four of them, and uh, they were they're big, beautiful Eagle Lake trout. So, um, fishing is going to continue to get better and better as this water clears. And it's just a matter of time as these storms clear through here. And it tapers out a little bit. We got a lit, got about three or four days of showers and rain blowing through here, and then we got a break for three or four days. And then it looks like some light showers coming after that. That we'll see what the predictions are as it gets a little bit closer. But I'd say if you wait at least a week, week and a half or so, and we don't get a lot of big disturbance, things should start settling down for us. 
But I'll tell you what, it's going to bust loose all of a sudden. So you need to have those reservations made. Take a look at the calendar, pick your dates, and make those reservations now so you don't get left out of this action because Berryessa will turn on. Alan Fong's here chomping at the bits waiting to get out there to drop his to drop his little uh, <laughs> yeah, get this down. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many other lakes that are producing right now. I know. It's but, just it's happening everywhere. You yeah. don't know where to go, but people think, oh, it's rainy, it's crummy, it's ugly, it's not going to work. That's no, wrong. That's a bad attitude you know, was, for right now. I was I was looking around for for some bait balls to be uh, to be fishable. You know to to get on to get on those kings like that. Uh, the bait is glued to the bottom. Sure is. Um, it's either glued to the it's either glued to the bottom, or there, there's a there's a little bit of bait up on the surface. But you know, for the most part, it's glued to the bottom. You know, last, there's last no, night's there's wind. No big balls. Last night's wind could have unglued them because it didn't come from the north; it came from the southwest, and it would have rolled all the way up to Puta Creek. That's for sure. Well, well Nate, I, I I hope that's the case. I, I do, really do. I do too because uh, I can't wait to get back on that water, especially now that I got the new toy from our friends at Gone Fish Marine. My new. Uh, Lund Fisherman 2075, and Alan's just waiting for his to come around the corner. Oh, it's ready, but I, I hey, told him hey, I don't, don't want don't. it yet. Mark, he isn't ready hey. for his yet. I'm, I'm not I'm, ready. No I, one has ever told Mark that. I know. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm actually having to make some modifications to our fence because mine's going to be here in April. So we're, you know, it's I got I got that the nice big uh, 2325 uh, Kingfisher escape coming. And it's supposed to be here in uh, in April, so we're uh, we're gonna be doing some stuff at the house this weekend, trying to get this fence pushed back on our RV pad because the boat's uh, quite a bit bigger than the one I have now. Well, Nate, real quick, give them all the hookup for Big Nate's Guide Service, so they can get out on the water and have some fun, or at least get their trip book and start looking forward to a great time. Yeah, I appreciate it, Seth. Guys, you can uh, check me out at Big Nate's Guide Service. Uh, not only on Facebook, but now on Instagram. Uh, my wife has been uh, building me a website that should that should be up and running here in the next week or so. And uh, you know, we'll we've been fishing pretty much all the all the Central Valley lakes from Pardee, Comanche, Bullers Bar, Amador, Berryessa. We'll we'll be on all of them. Um, you know, fishing's been great just about everywhere. Berryessa is going to clear up here real soon, and that bite's going to bust loose not only for the trout but the king salmon, and then hopefully the kokanee salmon as well. So, you know, I, I'm starting to fill up, uh, you know, for, for the spring. So give me a call as soon as you can. We'll uh, we'll find out a date for you, and we'll get you out there and make some memories and catch some good fish. Give them that number one more time. It is 916-860-9180. Nate, have a good time. Kick back on the couch, and I will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Hey, sounds good. Thanks, guys. You all have a great weekend. All right. There. Take care. Hey, it's time for Get a Clue. Where's the boss when I need her? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, are you getting anxious to go fishing in your favorite spot, or maybe a new place you've heard about, or maybe learn a new technique? 
you'll want to be ready when Mother Nature calms down and the weather settles. The best way to get answers to your questions and get solid, helpful information is to hire a guide. It's the only way to learn a lot in a short time and save hours of frustration. So, how do you find a guide? Ask other anglers, read the papers, listen to the radio, check out YouTube, visit tackle shops, and don't forget to check out websites. You'll want to know your guide is bonded, licensed, and insured, and don't be afraid to ask for proof. He should tell you what to expect and should have equipment to provide a great fishing experience. He does want you to catch fish. So, get a clue, bring lunch, drinks, camera, and plans to have fun. Hey, take care of yourself, stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore stocked the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers, and the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, Fairfield, and Rockland. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with SideScan and downscan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. If your passion is bass fishing, only one radio show has the action, information, and excitement of your favorite outdoor sport, Ultimate Bass. Hosted by tournament bass pro and California Outdoor Hall of Famer Kent Brown, takes you live to where the fish are biting every Saturday morning. Only Ultimate Bass feeds your passion with the latest news, products, tips, and advice from the pros. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown, Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. on Sacktown Sports 1140, part of SEP's Saturday Morning Outdoors. 
one ticket. Two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. Multiple dealers discounting all the best brands. Hundreds of wakeboard boats, travel trailers, pontoon boats, fifth wheel, personal watercraft and ATVs, toy haulers, fishing boats, motorhomes, and more. One more, massive more, event. More. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Big RV Show. March 7th through 10th. Find discounts at twohugeshows.com. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot Top Gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the Top Gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for it. Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? You know what? You sound all healthy and back in fine shape, my friend, after a little sickness there for a while. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm still recovering a little bit. I'm a little weak still, but I'm getting back to normal and things are rolling. And I hear you're about 30 pounds lighter, too. Uh, well, now 20 pounds. I've gained 10 of it back. <laughs> then, you are, then you are getting better. There's no doubt about it. Travis, Turkey Day is coming up here, dude. It's uh, next Saturday morning. Are you going to be out there with the grandkids this weekend, next weekend? Uh, No, grandkids will be at their dad's house, so I won't have a chance to take them out this next weekend. That's, but, you know, I that's was too bad because I know, I know you got turkeys hanging up your way. You probably say, oh, no, they're never out here, but I know you've got them. I see them dead <laughs> all over that highway down your neck of the woods. Yep, they're out here. I was going to go out scouting this morning, but with this rain and wind, I ain't going out there. Uh -uh. <laughs> I don't blame you. I had to walk from a shed to the house last night, and I waited for about five minutes before I even did that. It was blowing so hard out there. Well, Travis, turkey, hunt, turkey hunting requires a lot of specialized equipment, and it isn't just a gun and ammo. Tell our listeners what they need to have to get out there and have a successful hunt. Well, that's like you started off, got to have a good gun. And you're going to have need some uh, decent ammo and stuff. But then you're going to need to decide on what kind of turkey call you want. Uh, a lot of people use a box call. I use one. Uh, some use slates. I can use a slate. But the one I can't use, but it's the most effective, of course, is the mouth call. And there's a lot of guys out there that are really good at it. Some of these guys are just fantastic. And if you ever go out with them, they'll teach you a lot of times while you're out hunting on how to use it. So. That's the calls you got. And then, of course, nobody wants to get wet sitting on the ground. You can always get yourself a stool and sit on a little low stool and get you some camo to wrap around you. You may be camoed up, but they can see very, very well, and they can see almost any movement. So you want to get like a, a camo sheet or something or some kind of blind around you and sit in that and wait for them. And then have fun and shoot him. Once you get him, 
find something orange you put on so another hunter doesn't shoot you with that turkey walking through the forest. That's right. There's guys that'll shoot them in the air, and they'll shoot them if they're walking through the trees at six feet off the ground. So it's important to identify what you're shooting at and to protect yourself if you've already got a bird. Cover it up. Put some bright orange on you to be walking through it all. That's for sure. Because there's other hunters around, and if you hear or think there's other hunters around, you need to give a yell out to them, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Let them know you're in the area because they may think that turkey calls a turkey over there. So yeah. make sure you let let other hunters know you're in the area. You know, hunting is getting a little more crowded because we're losing a lot of our uh, public lands to hunt on and stuff, and they closed them down, or the county takes them over and says you can't shoot or hunt here no more, like Napa. Um, so yeah, always let everybody know where you're at, and especially if you're hunting with a group of guys, you know. Make a plan of where you're all going so you know where everybody is and you're not shooting in the direction of your partner. Well, one of the other things that is very important is selecting the right shot with your ammo when you're out there. Some of these guys will go out there and they'll shoot eights and nines at a turkey, and I'm thinking, oh, good luck with that. They're going to laugh at you. It's going to bounce off their feathers. They need to get down into the four, five, six range if they're going to be using some of those multiple size shots, but probably fours are probably the best overall, wouldn't you think? Yeah, fours are the best overall, but federal does have a really good blend out there right now. And I've shot it and used it on turkeys. It works real well. It's a seven six five, if I remember correctly. It's a really good blend. It's kind of a blend of heavy shot or heavy metal and um, that, and it works very, very well. It would probably be a really good duck deal. <laughs> you're probably right there. One of the things that's also important is making sure how your spread shoots with the particular rounds that you're using. Yep. Yeah, always always check your uh, your pattern. Uh, we sell turkey uh, like, uh, targets and stuff. So you put it up at the distance you think you're going to shoot at 20, 30, 40 yards and shoot that and pattern your gun because every time you shoot a different shell, it will pattern completely different. Yeah, if you change if you shows, change if you change brands, you're changing your pattern. Period. And trust me. Yeah, and some of these shells are you know designed every time you change a choke, you're shooting a different pattern. Because some of the shells, uh, such as black cloud and that, are designed to shoot through a cylinder and not a choke. So that's going to pattern completely different than say heavy metal, which you're going to use a modified choke with and you're going to have two completely different patterns. Well, my first turkey I ever shot took three shots to drop it, and I wasn't 30 yards away from it. So it's <laughs> it's all in placement and where the pellets go. And if you and I did not have it patterned when I went out. I probably would have changed ammos if I was smart someplace along the way. Well, make sure, folks, that you do all the safety things when you go out there, but make sure you've got everything you need when you head out to the field because you get out there and you're wearing your white socks, you're going to regret it. You're out there in a T-shirt, you're going to regret it. You're out there in a red hat, blue hat, you're going to regret it. Don't wear colors of other turkeys on your clothing at all and make sure that you're protected by a tree or something in case somebody wants to sneak up on you thinking you're a turkey. That's for sure. Be and, safe, you know, and that's the biggest deal. That we preach it all the time. Safety first, and then we have fun and shoot turkeys. 
You got it. Travis Morgan with Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. The two locations right there in Vacaville as well as Dublin. Make sure you stop in and get everything you need. You've only got one week, which gives you plenty of time to pattern that gun with the new ammo that you're getting and get out and have a successful hunt. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, and we're really glad you're feeling better, and I don't have to fill in for you anymore, my friend. (laughs) I appreciate it, guys. You have a great weekend, and I'll see you at the store. Do the same, my friend. Take care. Have a good one, and get those feet up. Stay on that couch today, because there ain't nothing to do outside right now. Take care. Uh, I got to go to work, unfortunately, like you. (laughs) Oh, well, that sucks. I'll see you. We'll be done by 10, so will you. Take care, my friend. You know, he's a great guy having a good time, and he was really hurting there for a few days, but he's doing well now. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Zep Hendrickson. Hey, I'm getting a little tight on time. Mr. Hurley, you hang in there. Mr. Mitchell, you hang in too. Alan Fong's going to be doing a seminar at Striper Fest March 9th from 9 a.m. till the close. That's a long seminar, <coughs> Alan. No, he's going to be yeah. he's going to be on from two to three o'clock talking all kinds of electronics. I imagine yeah, you're I'm, going to be covering full facing forward. Yeah, I'll be doing it, talking about everything: 2D, forward facing, down scan, side scan, everything. So you'll explain everything that people don't know what's going on in their graph. And let you know what you need. If you've got the fanciest graph in the world and you have no clue how to use all of the features on it. Most people don't. You're me. (laughs) I know how to turn it on. I know what I need to use. And I usually just stick with that. But there are so many great features available now. It just pays. Yeah, they are. It pays to utilize them all. So make sure, where is this? It's going to be at Johnson's Bait and Tackle on Garden Highway right there in Yuba City. Stop in there. Striper Fest from on March 9th starts at 9 a.m. They've got all kinds of stuff going on all day long. Kevin Brock is going to be there, How to Fish the River. He's probably going to be talking about stripers and all of this in advance of the big striped bass derby that Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association puts on in April. Yeah, going to be a good, good show. And it's going to be not only a good show, but you're going to have a great striper season this year. You know it, and so do I with all this water. Just have to be patient. Well, that's the name of the game. Well, speaking of patient, let's get hooked up with the man himself from Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve Mitchell joins us live right now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, you know, you heard you and I were talking yesterday about the great day of fishing that our good friend Ricky Acosta had, and you kind of nailed it on the head. He had the magic stick, didn't he? Oh, he did. He was in the zone, man. I mean, we even tried to get around him where those fish seemed to be centralized at, and uh, I dropped right below him, immediately hooked up, and... Uh, after that, we pretty much couldn't get nothing because he had them pretty much all sucked up to the boat. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's what happens sometimes, you know. You get a guy that's in the area, and he got he gets the fish all sucked up to his boat. Even though you guys, may, we may see other fish around, they're already on his scent. And uh, whatever he has around, uh, uh, whatever rods that he has out around his boat. And so that was... That was the day for him, and, you know, we all tipped our hats to him because, you know, he's a young gun coming into the game, and uh, it was just his day that day. I mean, 
We did, we all did good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know uh, you all did good. You know, when I see uh, three fish at one time on being dragged <laughs> along the side of the boat, you know, the hey, maybe the bite is pretty good out there. <laughs> Guys fast fighting a triple on board the boats. Everybody's hooking fish out there. This is yeah. the time of year to get out there. There's no question about it. This is the time of year that 30, 40 years ago, this is the only time of year we'd go out for sturgeon. But things have changed with electronics, with baits, with the knowledge of our charter captains and guides out there. Everything has changed. It's become a year-round fishery, and it is spectacular. Steve, have you ever seen so many big, strong, healthy fish? Oh, man. You know, we've been seeing this year in, year out, and it's just only getting better, Seth. I mean, that... That particular day, like I said, Ricky did pretty good, but we all went back out the next day. Uh, shucks, that day, I think Ricky started off, he had a triple. Then I was right behind him. I had a triple. We landed two out of the three. Then Jay had a triple. He landed all three. Then I think uh, Joey had a triple, and we all – just just for bragging rights, we're all just having fun and everything, but we're all videoing this and sending it because we're all on the captain's thread together. So we're all showing each other where we're at and what we got going on and everything. So the day was def definitely a phenomenal day, and everybody, just the action is, I mean, it's just epic. It's epic right now, and everybody's having banner days out there. They say that there's not that many fish out, fish out there. I don't believe it's up. I, I just don't believe it. I've uh, been doing this for about 30 years, oh, 28 years on the radio now. I kind of pay a little attention to what's going on out there, and it hasn't been this good in a long time. There are times that it gets great. There's no doubt about that. But the consistency and the quality that we're seeing in the wide range of fish from shorts to overs to slot size, there's plenty, there is plenty of fun out there for everybody to have. And it's cool to see more and more people saying, oh, let's let them go. Let's let them go. And that's, that's great. It's their choice. You can keep your fish if you want to. You know the way the rules work. But I'll tell you, folks, it's Captain Steve Mitchell, Captain Jay Lopes, Captain Ricky Acosta, all these guys that we push on here are absolute pros, and you will have the time of your life out there on the water. Steve, I'm pressed for time, so I'm going to have to bail so I can get to Mr. Hurley. Give them all the hookup information that they need so they can get a hold of you and go out and have one of those stellar days of sturgeon fishing. Absolutely, guys. I can definitely be reached at hookedupsportfishing.com on the web or either Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters on Facebook or either just find me on Instagram at Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Either way it goes, give me a call. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you soon. I want to save room for Mr. Hurley here, so I'm going to dump you now, my friend. Take care. All right. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Let's move right now to Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. I always ask him to come up with some other Northern California opportunities. What do you got for us today, Dave? A couple things today. Even in the rain, the Bob McMillan tournament's going to go on at Oak Grove Regional Park. You're going to see a lot of that is just north of Stockton. Great place to take kids. Uh, even if people don't show up out there, the trout are going to be in that lake, and it's a good place to go over the weekend if you want to go get a little break in the weather. Uh, fishing in the city today at Elk Grove Regional Park is another option. So those things look good. Well, I was really glad to see Alan. You went to uh, Folsom, and uh, Folsom and Oroville haven't been this good for a couple of years. So No, that's it's really on fire right now. On the king salmon <laughs> front. The yep. only thing I would recommend, if you go to these places, fishermen, please fill out the survey that's available 
at the Project Kokanee site or at the uh, Kokanee Power site. Fill out the King and Coke survey to let them know. That's how they figure out how much they're going to plant. They use that data for that. So that's one of our responsibilities that we need to look into because it hasn't been this good for a couple of years, and it looks really good this year. So I was really – I know, Alan, you're always on top of things, and you know where to go. And when I saw you at the Pulsum, I said, he's on it. He knows. So that's great. Those are good things. Kevin Fogel called him. Good to have friends. (laughs) Very good to have friends. Well, listen, you have friends because you are a friend and you make it happen. So that's great. Uh, A couple other things. Next week, Central Valley Anglers are having a tournament at Comanche. That should be a well-attended event. We've got an antique tackle show. That annual antique tackle show at Santa Rosa is next week. If you're into that, I'm into duck decoys, and that's, that's the place. Go. Oh, you need yeah. to come by my house. I'm into selling my duck decoys. You know, I, I have so some. Many. I have some that are very old. Yeah, so do I. We'll have to talk, <laughs> Alan. Dave, I got to bail out of here. You know how it works. We always thank you for joining us. The editor of Western Outdoor News with more tips and information and opportunities for Northern California. Get yourself a subscription to Western Outdoor News, and you can stay on top of all the action out there. In addition to listening, to California sportsmen. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you'll be joining us again right here next week. Until then, this is Seth. Tide Lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.